0: hello and welcome back to this episode this bonus episode of trash future that podcast you're listening to right now on patreon Mm. uh it's me riley in studio i'm here with milo Hello, it's
1: me, your boy. Um, I've been spending all day just looking at the screenshots from that Vladimir Putin press conference uh, where Steve Rosenberg from the BBC told him that Boris Johnson had said that he looks like Dobby the house elf and then there's just the most amazing <laughs> video. It's just like Putin just pulling like, the purist, like, what the fuck did you just say face? <laughs> yeah, uh, Putin's yeah, doing re- the Rest nip. in peace.
2: Rest yeah. in peace to Steve Rosenberg. Putin's
0: yeah. doing the Nancy Pelosi shade clap at Boris Johnson oh uh, damn great. Mm, uh, we can only hope yes indeed uh, we also have Alice uh, from n- weather neutral Glasgow no weather in Glasgow weather today neutral. no air yes
1: no. Oh, Jordan no, Sparks in
0: Glasgow yes uh, <laughs> and calling in from New York uh first time first time guest long time coming Katie Halper Katie how's it going
3: thanks I'm good you
0: uh, I am doing a-okay, and before mm. we jump in as well, I'm going to say, I'm going to assume that there are a couple of tickets left for our live comedy debate, the only place where debate is cool. Exactly. Uh, if,
1: you, if you have been listening to Trash Future and thinking, uh, you know, oh, I'm not sure I agree with that, well, debate us, you cowards. <laughs> Andrew Doyle, if you're listening, come to the show and debate us, except you will not be able to debate us because we are controlling who gets to debate.
0: Um <laughs> uh, it should be funny. Yes, should
1: will be fun. Do come It's the Hen and Chickens on the 6th of February. There will be a link to tickets in the description.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and before we start, also, I, I, another uh, little front note. You can find Katie on uh, podcasts on the Katie Halper Show. And you can also see her Rolling Stone video podcast, Useful Idiots, with Matt Taibbi. Uh, so do be sure to check those two out. Uh, but, but we're going to start here first uh, with the startup Divi. It's called Divi, D-I-V-V-Y. <laughs> it, it has raised $180 million so far in venture capital. Uh, that's We don't know what its yeah. valuation is. That's just what it's raised. Incredible. Its valuation is estimated to be between $100 and $500 million. So mm. make of that what you will. Wait, so, uh, uh, Look,
1: nice is small a small
2: margin of error there. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We love to see it.
1: Yeah. D- Divi, I imagine is a much funnier name on this side of the Atlantic than it is on the other side of the Atlantic. I don't know why it would be funny. <laughs> oh, in Britain, it just means stupid. <laughs> if you describe someone as Divi, it's like, yeah, like unintelligent. Yeah. Um, like a div. And it yeah. takes
0: in 3 million a year in revenue. So it's um, raised 180 million. It's clearly mm. never made a profit. We don't know that yeah, for that's, sure. it's a it- lot of years before you're getting your investment back. <laughs> and, uh, we know it's worth almost half a billion, mm. probably. That's not for sure. Okay. This is not a, There's no IPO made, so I'm having to like do a lot of tea leaf reading. Well, uh, here are the. Here's okay. the first. Here's here is the blanked out hint. Mm-hmm. Blank less, blank more every month. Oh fuck! Um, uh, Katie, as you're the spend... guest, I'm going to give you the first guess.
3: Something's going to be. Sa- one of them will be save.
0: Uh, yes, one of them is save. But which one?
2: Um, I'm gonna go with save more. Save less. Yeah. <laughs> save less save spend less. More. Spend more. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's the, a credit card. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: blank less. Save more.
0: Yes, every month.
3: Uh, spend less, worry
0: less. Uh, uh, it's actually not not spend less. I'm gonna do the next the next blanked out line. Okay. Divi turns your monthly blank into a blank. Get a jump start on blanking your blank today. Uh...
2: <laughs> Period credits? Uh, <laughs> How would period just, we're, we're like, work? Yeah, do the uh, the opposite of like free sanitary products, and you just have an app that like bills you for it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, get a get a jump
1: start on firing your staff and rehiring them as contractors today. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, can you give I us a done. hint before you give it? but you totally reveal it?
1: Uh yes, yes I will. I'm pretty sure I know what this is and it makes it really funny. I it mean it's really hard to do
0: funny guesses. Okay. Um I'm gonna say okay. Many people are missing out on a critical wealth building opportunity that this startup finding is finding tra- a new source of black pepper in the East. <laughs> I
3: was gonna say that. Damn, you yeah, beat me too much.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Seizing some spice mm. islands. Yeah. Spice
0: Island, I think that's Cambio Anyone have any (laughs) Any funny outlying islands of
1: Russia? Wait,
3: can I, sorry, can I hear hear the last thing that you said? Yes
0: Uh, Many people are missing out on a critical wealth building opportunity And this startup aims to solve it And remember, we're turning a a monthly blank into something else Mm.
2: Uh, Paycheck It it fucks your paycheck into like uh, social credit or something
1: Yeah, they like, they help you, you save your paycheck, but then in return, you get like iTunes gift cards or something.
3: Maybe invest more or something?
1: Yes, Katie's on the right track. Oh my God, they take your paycheck and use it to buy their own stock. (laughs) (laughs) We kind of get to something a little bit like that. Okay. It's a pyramid scheme. The more people you sign up, the more your stock is worth because the more the stock (laughs) is bought. Well, what's what's
3: similar to invest? It could be invest, donate. What do
0: you pay more? What do you pay monthly that That could be turned into an investment? Yes, there you go. Oh, we got it.
3: Rent more, save less. I mean, whoops, rent less, save more.
0: (laughs) Yeah, rent less, save more. Uh, Almost, Alice. So Mm -hmm. here's the first little bit of unblanked copy. In the last decade, millions of Americans have been forced to put their dreams of home home ownership on hold. Home prices are rising faster than wages and mortgage requirements are becoming stricter. As a result, renters are missing out on a critical wealth building opportunity. Owning a home. Uh, There you go. uh, Ah, it's a problematunity. Yes, uh, Mm. because, you know, the massive affordability Mm. problem in in housing, that's trapping people in renting for like, you know, much of their working lives is a technical problem that just needs a technical solution. If only there was some
2: reason why mortgages became harder to get. Yeah, uh, that had, like, related in some way to, like, this weird commercialization of, like, debt obligations.
3: Well, we've got a plan for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: and that's why we've built Robo Landlord.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> just uh, an Asimo just comes up the stairs unannounced and, like, yeah. peeps in. Yeah.
0: You're, you're really clunkily moving Japanese landlord. <laughs> uh, so... Ladies and gentlemen, it is a rent to own housing scheme that is once again masquerading as a technology company. Wow. Um amazing. Yeah, because again, wait, it's um how I- I'm going to ask everyone to please yeah. like try and like buzz in when you think you hear the technology of this tech company that is a tech company and is valued like a tech company. Okay, is it the robot landlord part? <laughs> so so here here's how it works in cleveland memphis and atlanta where zillow estimates median house prices are 52 82 and two hundred forty two thousand respectively zillow the italian godzilla it's an america thing okay Uh, divvy will enable a person or family to select a home they'd like to someday own Mm -hmm. and then buy it with divvy's help the family chips in two percent for a down payment and Divi pays the rest. Then it collects a monthly amount that includes both a market rate rent and an equity payment. I can't see this going wrong ever. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you have to pay your rent and also your mortgage. Uh, so how it works is um, you pay <laughs> 2% down. So you, you have 2% yeah. that's that's already it, you own two percent of that house. Yeah, and like a tiny down payment for people with like credit scores below like five hundred and fifty mm-hmm. for owning a house that has like lots of different stacked up obligations beside it. I don't see how that could go wrong. No, it's very this good. Is, and actually, th- the garage is was, full of Herbalife stuff, which is you can sell that.
2: <laughs> was this invented by Lionel Hutz? Uh, <laughs> technically, it was invented by Miguel Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no money down.
0: <laughs> um wait yeah so how does it actually work i'm very interested in the so essentially what happens is uh you you take your your two percent of your house's value mm-hmm. and then you like you you pay that up to Divi. Mm-hmm. then Divi buys the house for you and then you okay. rent it back from Divi. And 75% of it is a rental payment, and 25% is a mortgage payment. Uh, And it's based on some affordability score that they calculate for you. And then it does this until the newly installed residents have amassed a 10% stake in the home, which is usually some several years. Usually, they try Mm -hmm. to make it about three to four years, Um, at which point it is assumed that they will have the necessary credit score to take out a federally insured mortgage, then buy the home from Divi, and then have a normal mortgage relationship with a bank.
2: Oh no, oh no! So oh, that no, assumption. Uh... <laughs> uh... <laughs> if if, if oh, only bloody. there was some very precedent for like. Yeah, yeah. It's it's oh. very mortgage positive, yeah. and I'm sure nothing will change in the next three years. I love to uh, that will. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love to lose my home and become homeless, literally, because I signed up to a service called Divi. <laughs> yeah is this this service is clearly run by guys from Miami Beach who are wearing huge chains and like driving like dropped up Audis who are like, Listen, I got this great idea for a house.
0: uh it's called Divvy. uh so I own fourteen power bolts. How can I be wrong so uh, <laughs> the, the important thing here, right, is that it's based on all of this collection of assumptions that you can essentially just Wish the housing market to be into mm. accessibility for people by making a lot of credit-based assumptions, um, but here's the here's how Divi makes it. Uh, Divi makes sure that it always makes money because mm. Divi establishes the buyback price at the time that it's buying the home. So basically, wait, what? So because you buy it from Divi at the end of the of the period that you're renting it from them, right? So and when you when you first start. <sighs> This so they get to value
1: their own fucking asset. Correct. And you have to pay whatever they value it at.
2: Yes. I, I, I see no problems.
1: I yes. value this asset at all the money you have. <laughs> it sounds
3: really foolproof. Yeah. Mm.
0: Hey, look, I don't mm. see this really ever going wrong. I no. personally, I, I I can see this just as very like it's not as though there's any. 2008. What happened in 2008? I think that Miami Vice movie came out. Um, yeah.
3: Coming full circle with the Divi Miami
0: yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, what else, what else happened yeah. in 2008? Well, it was, uh, uh, a- was Obama. The people
2: were into the kooks, I guess. Yes.
0: A lot of people were listening to the kooks. Mm. And as far as I'm concerned, that's all that happened in 2008. Well, there was and, something and else no- that
3: happened that, like, um, breaking up the banks wouldn't wouldn't have ended racism.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's oh, also yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I, I remember that, too.
3: Whatever I it was,
0: know. yeah. I, mo- momentary diversion, because that's now happening in... That's I, I, this is the whole this this whole fucking stupid discourse is happening again where everyone's like breaking up the banks won't end racism, but then and it's like okay I don't know maybe not but it would give the racists mm. who run the banks a lot less power to do racist yeah. shit and secondly what's your better idea yeah, yeah. ending it, slavery it, won't break it, up my, the banks
2: <laughs> oh, go ahead my work mug in the exact tone of you don't have to be crazy to work here. Uh, it yeah. won't end racism to break up the big banks but it helps I mean it's yeah. it
3: is—it's the straw man thing as if anyone was ever like hey we're going to end racism by breaking up the banks no one's saying yeah. that but also it's like so ridiculous to pretend those things have nothing to do with each other like that there isn't a yeah. racist element to yeah. that. Well, if-
1: we're
0: not going to end racism this is America we're not crazy we've got to win you can specifically draw a line between uh like one of the reasons why like black families have been prevented from building wealth in the United States, and uh, the preponderance of the big banks, which is part of like the which is something called redlining, which I think we've talked about here before, which is which houses are able to get federally insured, insured and backed mortgages, which families were able to get those mortgages, and the banks that were basically sitting on the monopoly of being able to give out those mortgages. So like. Yeah, breaking up the big banks might not end racism in the same way that it wouldn't end meanness, but the preponderance of the big banks in America have been catastrophic for like black families who mm. want to build wealth and who've been prevented from doing it for the last what seventy years to the entire history of
2: America. Yeah, it's ludicrous. yeah, but what, what if what if those banks were an app?
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry, Katie, go ahead.
3: Oh, no. Like, it's so ridiculous and disingenuous because, like, when Obama, you know, signed the Lilly Ledbetter Act, which makes it easier for um, people to sue uh, employers for harassment Mm
2: -hmm. and for
3: uh, mostly actually for pay wage gaps, no one was Mm -hmm. like, is that going to end sexism? No, no one Mm -hmm. claimed it would. And also no one used that weird framing to object to it because people understand that things can be helpful without totally... Uh, deleting systemic mm. problems, like that's not the yeah. metric by which you measure whether something is good.
2: No, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't even get out of bed unless I'm certain it's going to end racism.
3: Yeah, I so. know. <laughs> which means I spend a lot of time in bed.
0: Mm. Hell
1: yeah! Uh, <laughs> the, like all the Republicans staying in bed just in case it does right. end racism. <laughs> we can't take that chance,
2: right? Oh, so no, we accidentally gave every Republican social anxiety.
0: Like Small Republican beans. So,
2: so, so, uh,
0: so I'm going back to Divi, where Divi decides how much money it makes from you. So mm-hmm. Adana Hefferts, another excuse Divi, me, another Divi co-founder who worked previously in both VC and private equity. Recently, Adana
1: Hefferts. Can we just? Sorry. I mean,
0: what kind of like? Sorry,
1: this is a this is a, a really macreal face ass name. Adana Hefferts. Adina. Adina Hefferts. Adina Hefferts. This sounds uh, like something
2: Adele Dazeem moment. There.
1: Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, fucking uh, Bart Simpson is calling Moe's bar again.
0: <laughs> so another Divi co-founder who worked previously in both VC and private equity recently explained to us that Divi has a back end model that projects where the house would would price three years down the line and then allows tenants to buy it back at that price at any time.
2: <laughs> Beat boot. Absolutely no recession detectives. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, the house, the house prices will just keep going up, but then if the house house prices don't go up, then the tenants can just abandon the investment they made or mm. they can buy an overvalued house. Of
2: course. Huh. Well, yeah, that's very that's fun. It seems fair it's to me. It's weird that we have this this computer mm. that just goes what if everyone in Cleveland learned to code? Uh Yeah. And every everything was good and people wanted to live there and the weather was always nice.
3: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I love the idea of like it's in your interest to like drive down the prices of housing in your area before they value the house. So just like people, just like frantically making the, e- the neighborhood more ethnically diverse.
2: Just drive, just drive past the house that you want to like get on Divi and like fire a few shots into a wall. Get the cops <laughs> going around.
0: Uh, interestingly enough, Milo, I'm going to transition us now. Shut up, Alice. To a story. Um, <laughs> Where uh where we where we, we can sort of game this out in real life. Amazing. So um basically, uh this is what happens if they're about to lose money on a home. Uh Matthew Cardinale, a housing advocate at and and also a Divi home buyer in Atlanta, has just reached the end of a legal fracas with Divi. Ooh. Detailed here. Fracas. Mm. So Cardinale, who publishes the local politics blog Atlanta Progressive News, identified a house he liked in West Side Atlanta's Hunter Hills neighborhood, knowing the area was primed to see property values jump in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Can anyone see where this is going? Ah,
1: that was a bad choice, mate. Uh, also, Atlanta Progressive News sounds like one of those websites where the articles are all titled something like "Mom loses weight with one weird trick." No, it's it's an actual it's, <laughs> yeah, an, this, actual, this, it's this an actual this guy became alt-weekly. the
2: victim of the one weird trick. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's an a actual cool mom
0: buys house with one weird trip. it's an actual alt weekly it is a real thing mm-hmm. so uh in february he contracted to eventually buy the house through di- th- sorry rather some years ago he bought it through divi they agreed upon the price of one hundred and forty-six thousand dollars, based on mm-hmm. their by the way you, no one buzzed in when the technology was it's a tech company because they model house prices going up forever oh i That's see That's the technology
1: it, it is got... the
2: it, yeah the computer that goes. What if everyone learns to code?
1: Yeah, yeah. They've drawn it. They've drawn a big old graph on the whiteboard, and they're live streaming that image to yes. into every home in America.
0: So in February, he contracted to then purchase the property for the price of one hundred forty-six thousand. After a few years of renting from the pro- from the company, do you think some
1: of these people think that graphs are voodoo, and that if you draw the graph, it makes the economy go that way? Well,
0: Divi, when they signed the one hundred forty-six thousand dollar agreement with Cardinale or Cardinale or however mm-hmm. you pronounce his name, um, apparently underestimated the house price. Oh. So um, he basically knew, he knew the place was going to be a fixer-upper. They agreed to make $12,000 of repairs as the landlord to bring the structure up to mm-hmm. housing code. But then the company realized that it was not going to make the money it had predicted in several years because the house was going up in value. So in early mm-hmm. April, Divi sued him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what <laughs> your asimo landlord just serves you with a, a lawsuit awesome
0: yeah, Damn. So, so they sued him knowing that basically knowing that they being like oh he knew that the value of this price of this place would go up and that we'd put money into it and then we wouldn't make money
2: so basically he's, he, he's being sued for outwitting them for doing the one weird trick, yeah. correct. He's uh, he is in fair the legal that you're position. Smarter than us. Yeah, the, classic, it's, he the is, classic. He is in I'm the legal positions of the the kid who like collected a million Pepsi tokens, and they had said as a joke, if you collect a million, you can redeem them for a fighter jet. And he said, "Fuck you, run me my fighter jet." That's the legal position here. Correct. They're, they're, <laughs> incredible. Incredible.
1: Yeah. Uh, That this actually reminds me of a real thing that happened in Britain, which was some guy got like one of those uh, credit card applications where they send you just a contract ready to sign. They were like, "Here, do you want a credit card?" and uh, and he just went on Photoshop and he changed the credit card to change the terms to like they just have to pay him three hundred pounds every month. Signed it, sent it back. They signed it and sent him the card, and then he sued them for not paying him his three hundred pounds every month. They were like, "Well, this is clearly ridiculous because he ordered the contract," and then a judge was like, "Nope,
0: you signed it."
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this is a tech company whose algorithms are, have been and invested in to the tune of $180 million, where they're content, the investors are content with losing an enormous amount of money. And the only technology they seem to have is a thing that predicts house prices. But then that thing that predicts house prices was outwitted by someone in his official capacity as some guy. Yeah. Mm. But then they sued him for being smart. Damn, so, they, this guy, we thought this guy was some guy, but now he's smart. That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, apparently they have, they have settled, uh, but they, their complaint was Cardinale appears to have entered into the lease for purposes of his own agenda as a housing advocate and not in a good faith effort to pursue home ownership under the Divi Homes program.
3: I like that being a house, housing advocate is somehow a, a sketchy sort of thing to be.
2: Oh mm. oh yeah and well, also, you're a, also if you if you are a housing advocate you don't have to live anywhere you're just advancing an agenda
0: yeah mm. ev- with every re- every rent payment you make it's uh it's just showing the, the it's giving the landlords what for indeed mm. yeah i mean, i feel like so there is what happened in the case in the uh, end they've settled but we don't know in what direction or for how much this oh, is okay. this is not like a big soft bank back firm this right. is a this is a firm that is Grossly it's overvalued, mom and clearly. Prob, yeah,
1: Asimo no.
2: landlord startup. Yeah. If they were backed yeah. by
1: SoftBank, they'd be losing way more money than this. <laughs> <laughs> SoftBank, SoftBank wouldn't consider it a problem worth suing over if one of its businesses was losing money. That's how they know that it's good. They're like, hell yeah, you lost
0: a hundred million dollars? Here's another billion. <laughs> we, look, mm. let's let's see if we can make let's really round that hundred million up to a cool five hundred before the end. It's just it's just a money laundering thing. But like what, yeah. what 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 like question right is what on earth could this company have even been intended to be? Like the their whole point was so long as we guess the value of the house will be higher than it's actually worth in a few years. Will be able to, um, will be able to just sort of pocket the spread, and it's just another little slice of the American house of, of the Ameri- of the American housing crisis, another little it's slice being taken out of like you know, ordinary people and renters, and so on. Being
3: divvied it's, up, it's, it's, they're it's divvying work. it up. There it's, you go. You're um, welcome. Mm. Mm.
2: It's it's a it's a it's a short. It they're shorting uh the recession right, and they've just mistimed it. Like, the mm-hmm. idea is that you, if you own all of these houses that you have, in allegedly good faith and with this special computer, overvalued, and then the housing market tanks, then you're in the money, right? But it hasn't happened yet.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, and also, like, surely the the correct business model for a company like this is, like, surely they're making money by renting the house back to the... But like surely that's like they're just being a landlord but they've overcomplicated it and now they've made it a failed business no no not,
2: not if not if the the, the not if your profit there is owning this house and then like immediately foreclosing people out of it and evicting them like that's it's it only works when the inevitable housing downturn hits again and it just hasn't yet so it doesn't seem to make any sense
0: well, mm. I'm sure we're very excited to see uh, what Divi's going to pull out in the future. Uh, I'm very excited to see if maybe I can get more things on the Divi model. Mm. You know, maybe, uh, maybe I can just sort of stop owning anything. And every month, I, instead of having to like own stuff or have stuff, I can just do aspirational things. Yeah. I can just be aspirational sort of ambiently in whatever direction. Do you reckon we can buy the Romaniacs through Divi? <laughs> we're <laughs> catching up to them on Patreon.
1: Yeah. I think buying the Romaniacs would be the ultimate trash route flags. Uh, indeed. We have to they have to say what we tell them.
2: Uh, Not even we... buying them to close them, just buying them to like operate mm-hmm. them independently and own them.
1: Sing the song, Ian. Sing the song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Da-na-na,
1: <da-na-na-na. laughs> the Romaniacs is brought to you by Green
0: Giant Dick Pills
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh man It's so, not even a real just say it uh, Katie if you don't know who the Romaniacs are Basically after Brexit uh, There was a a podcast That was created um, a, All about Why Brexit's a bad idea Called the Romaniacs
3: Oh and I get
4: it Bre-
0: Now that Brexit's... I know, it takes a minute. They're maniacal about Remain. And now that Mm. Brexit's definitely happening, like, what's... Okay, what are they now? They're just sitting there
3: going... Transition
2: period,
1: the Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alice's new podcast.
3: Absolutely, the X. Okay.
0: Um,
1: Damn, that was how we could have actually stopped Brexit, to convince everyone that the transition period was actually a covert plot to make Britain (laughs) trans. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Tori's just going to put estrogen into the water supply now. The EU exactly. was the only thing stopping them. Is yeah. that but,
3: how you guys but, say estrogen? You say oh, estrogen? Estrogen, hmm? estrogen yeah. Estrogen. I
2: guess yeah. you guys estrogen. would say We've that. I why you say estrogen. We put an O on it, too, just to be perverse. Mm. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's because in Britain, um, we, we, only have, we only have women at Easter.
3: Right, got it. <laughs> it's a
1: tradition, yeah.
0: Anyway, so that's, so that's Divi, but I'm not here to talk about Divi. Uh, I'm mostly here. I
2: came do... here to talk
0: about divvy and kick ass, and I'm all out of divvy,
2: <laughs> all, all out of ass. <laughs> I, like, I have to
0: kick this divvy <laughs> in three.
2: <laughs>
0: in three years, I'll have saved up enough money through a, a shared ownership program to kick an ass.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> kick an ass,
0: my ass. Brackets. That, I won't
1: kick an ass. I remember that?
2: That's like uh, that's yeah. fucking Steven Seagal's new movies now. Is that he's buying a timeshare and kicking your ass? Incredible. <laughs> oh
0: hell yeah.
1: Oh
2: yeah. Um, the
0: way of the shadow investors so we're, i want to start with this let's talk about some podcast gold rogan endorses bernie and the crowd goes wild mm. what do we all think about the rogan bernie and bernie finally
1: admits to having done dmt and <laughs> <laughs> receives coveted <laughs>
0: coveted rogan in, uh, uh, endorsement uh so let's uh, let's get some uh just so for quick context uh while interviewing barry weiss uh which is mm. which is very odd. Joe Rogan has said on his podcast, "The Joe Rogan Experience," listened to by, I don't know, like ten million uh, MMA simpletons,
2: uh, mm. who are a very yeah.
0: important voting e- block.
1: Yeah, uh, has-
2: everybody who has ever bought a flat brim. Uh, listens to this religiously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hillary lost because she said Conor McGregor sucks, right? Like that's That that was what yeah. tanked her campaign. She refused to
0: wear a tap-out t-shirt, strike one. Honestly, I, I believe <laughs> that Hillary Clinton should have used both the Diaz brothers as her campaign surrogates. That would have gone very well for her. <laughs> um, no, so, uh, basically, what happened is Bernie goes on 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 Rogan. Um, Bernie says, uh, Bernie, uh, some months ago, and then, just because Joe Rogan, like, he just... If you convince him of something, he'll just sort of believe it. Well, and- Joseph, I've never done DMT, but I'll tell you
1: this. Basketball is a very good substitute. It makes me feel alive. and very young, and I'm very ready. He's good at basketball. He yeah. is good at basketball, um, and
3: if anyone tries to be bad ageist bad with him, they hell should yeah. just he should just challenge them to a basketball game, a one-on-one basketball game.
0: Hell yeah. Basically, Joe uh, Biden
1: doesn't even know what basketball is. will yeah, Joe,
3: Joe, Joe just Joe Biden- bleed out of his eyes. so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Joe B- Joe Biden gets gets all the way up and then um just he, he just forgets uh, what he's where he's going and goes back to his own key. Uh, mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, so, um basically what we have is uh yeah and then Rogan's endorsement was he seems pretty consistently to be for good things for most of his life. I don't find him mendacious. I think he's great. Uh, what do we think of this endorsement? We'll start with Katie.
3: Um, I think it's great. Um. I think, you know, he's he's seen he's listened to and seen by how many people he's like, one of probably the I think is his podcast the most watched uh, most listened most to.
0: Mm. Yeah, it is the single most popular podcast. OK,
3: so that's kind of a big deal, a big thing. And of course, I don't know how much we're going to get into the pushback, but there is pushback against this because Sanders Sanders campaign made a video about it. Um, Mm -hmm. But of course, all the people who are furious at Sanders uh, support people who wanted to go on the show and who uh, Joe Rogan would not have on the show. So that includes Mm -hmm. Warren, Biden and Buttigieg, all of whom apparently Mm -hmm. wanted to go on the show. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, like, yeah, has Joe Rogan said problematic things? Sure. But like Elizabeth Warren, you know, hyped up her New York Times endorsement and they published Race Science. Speaking of Barry Weiss. um, yeah, Hillary but that's Hillary science. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, that's really... I mean, it's so absurd, and that's actually a really good point. Yeah, Hillary's gone, Howard's turned to talk about the sexism that she had to deal with coming from Bernie Sanders. It's just like... Just just be better... Uh, be better frauds. Like, I can help people yeah, yeah. with their PR so that their hypocrisy isn't so obvious.
0: Yeah, and Alice, you also had a very... I think you had a very good... You had a very good take on this, where people were like, yeah, Joe Rogan has said some transphobic stuff, but, like, he's not gonna make Joe Rogan into the Surgeon General. <laughs> no,
2: no. He's, he, he's, a, he's a podcaster, and there is only one unproblematic podcaster come on, it's us. Uh, everybody mm. else, on some level, you're gonna find something that they've said that's gonna be repulsive to somebody. And you don't have to defend it. It's a like just take the endorsement from the guy. Mm. In okay, maybe he's a shithead, but like uh, through this weird confluence of circumstances in the year of our Lord twenty twenty, the the only way that you can have a genuinely open uh, discussion forum on like a podcast with an audience that big is to be a fucking idiot. (laughs) Mm. Joe Rogan is absolutely open-minded, for better and for worse. He has no object permanence, Uh, he just believes the last person he speaks to. And if it happens that the last person that he speaks to was advocating for some policies that would materially improve everybody's lives, then yeah, mm. I'm all for it. Thank God
1: they cancelled the Joe Rogan Experience episode with Asio Landlord that was supposed to be immediately afterwards. <laughs>
2: uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I want to hear, I hear the, uh, the Buttigieg episode, because I think that could go to a really dark place. Yeah, mm. so like yeah, just Mayor Pete just doing this thing where he like looks forward and he like you know there's a real darkness there, and I think he I think Joe would get him to talk about killing dogs or whatever. <laughs>
0: uh, Katie, uh, you were saying?
3: Well, it just kind of is another example of how ridiculous this is with like this contempt for would be voters, and it's more important for certain people to have like the correct woke, um, like platform not even policy issues, just kind of on a purely optics aesthetic level. Um, and, you know, people were upset at Sanders for going on Fox news, which I thought was one of like the, the, the most bizarre um, privileged and reactionary and like ahistorical reading of, um, mm. of politics. And the idea that you don't want to appeal to voters who might otherwise not vote for mm. you is just, I don't know where these people live. Like, you know, even if you have nothing but classist contempt for people who consider voting for Trump and you think that they all have, like, you know, whatever, one set of teeth among the whole family and like all these stupid, like, classists and all Damn. sleep with their brothers and sisters, whatever, like, even if you have those really fucked up views, you should, if, if you care about defeating Trump, you should want these people to vote for the person running against Trump. Um, but there's yeah. such disdain. There's such classist, dismissive privilege disdain. And it's all the, the things that they accuse, all these slay queen people like accuse Bernie Sanders supporters of being having you know purity politics because we happen to like the guy who's actually the most electable against Trump. Um, but th- this is purity politics. This is like a refusal to engage in, in the political world and in organizing and electoral politics on, and the grassroots side of electoral politics, which is actually getting out the vote. Mm-hmm. Um mm, yeah. and it's really it's well, like it's terrible. and it's it's basically a bunch of deplorables applied to getting to GOTV applied to get out the vote. And it's kind of new. It's not something that's been around for that long. Um,
0: yeah, well, you know the you know the Matt, the Matt Bruning troll, right, that which is one of my favorite things, which is the uh, which which comes up quite a bit um, you know on on Twitter, the Chapo guys talk about it, which is basically where you say, yes, fine. The Bernie bros won't vote for any other candidate. So if you value electability, then you have to nominate Bernie or else he's going to take his block of voters and take his ball and go home. And it's almost the reverse end of that where it's like, no, it's not just the votes that count. It's the it's the personal virtue and moral worth that's going into those votes. We don't want those those non virtuous votes. We don't want the votes of people who listen to Joe Rogan. We don't want the votes of people who watch Fox News. And there's always two ways to get those people. There's the there's the way that you can, like, just cape to the policies that Fox News wants. Or you can cape to what Joe Rogan's like after he's talked to Ben Shapiro. Or you can go onto those platforms and challenge them and successfully bring people on board. And you have to, like, accept that you know, even if you're going to be a dialectician, if you take that seriously... Um, then you have to understand that yeah these things change they exist in in a po- they are opposing forces put together and that ultimately you can like win people round but you can't it can't just be a game of denunciations
3: yeah it yeah. really i mean it can oh, be but thing. if you don't not if you care about defeating trump it can't be but if you just care about like you know virtue signaling and not helping people like material lives then sure like have at it but yeah it really is disturbing and it's also like This equating, this false equating of Trump and Sanders, I don't know if it happens among like Tories where you guys are, but here it's kind of common. They're they're,
2: they're populists, yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's like, do you understand how important it is to have someone who can appeal to Trump voters who has a different message? Like it's diametrically different. They both say to people, I feel your pain, you have the right to be in pain or be angry. And then Trump says, blame Mexicans and Muslims. And Bernie says, don't blame Mexicans and Muslims claim, inequality, structural inequality, um, the uh, income inequality, corporate greed. And it's like, if you actually care, again, these are the people who claim to be so, um, such good allies. And if they actually care about the people most harmed under Trump, they would understand that you need this. It's like, yeah, I I know I'm I'm being kind of like annoyingly uh, crotchety about this. I take it from Bernie. He's, I call him a crotchety mensch. I don't know if you guys know what mensch Mm -hmm. means, but it means human being Mm -hmm. in Yiddish, but it means a good person anyway. Um, but yeah, it's really absurd And it just, uh, I don't know what these people are What the end game is here
1: Yeah, the only thing I'd quibble with is that Trump has never said anything as eloquent as I feel your pain, Trump would say something like Listen, some of you, you've got very large trucks I understand that, we're going to be doing Big things, tremendous things, very large Okay, I've been talking to people All kinds of people, bears also Okay, this is going to be fantastic Bigger tr- we're
0: going to
2: get well, like two deckers On thing. the trucks a the other thing is that he, he didn't he, he didn't like Bernie did not compromise in order to like uh to go on Joe Rogan and that's like something that you mentioned Riley is that he didn't like go there and pander he didn't go and say yeah yeah actually I've done DMT uh every every day and it's amazing and you know what else is amazing is racism he 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 was consistent and that was the reason why Rogan claims to like have mm. for admiring him and yeah fair enough.
0: But like, hey, let's uh, let's not get hung up on voting for Bernie before we've looked at all the other
2: contenders, right? Mm. Because you know,
0: come on, we we're, we live he in hasn't a market been system; yet. we can yet. shop
2: around. Oh, yeah, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't been, been vetted, vetted. yet. Yeah, right any, any day now, we're gonna get that opposition research that uh, just shows that he's I don't know a secret Muslim. Well, did you guys part. see that oh, um,
3: yeah. this piece in the Daily Beast that said? Hold on, let me just actually open it. But it was about Bernie well, Sanders comparing. It's the wage slavery wage thing. thing. Yeah, so yes. So wh- wh- I'm trying to find yeah, yeah. what was the headline? Um,
0: well, it's that uh, Bernie Sanders compares wage labor to slavery, and it's because he uses the phrase, plays phrase wage slavery which just is used by Marx but then was used by noted white supremacist Frederick Douglass. Yeah exactly right oh, yeah. Frederick
3: Douglass. So so that was that was in, the, in a speech in the 70s okay this is and this guy this total dipshit what's his name Bigsby Bixby something who also raised about the Bernie bro thing which is a narrative we should mm-hmm. probably Benjamin address because it's so quote unquote problematic and invisibilizing and erasure all this shit that people who claim to be woke allies care about, and they actually perpetuate it. But anyway, so this same guy wrote this piece about some speech he gave in the 70s, in like 77. And they think this is major baggage. Meanwhile, like Hillary Mm. Clinton owned slaves. She like used prison labor in her, in the governor's mansion and wrote about Uh, it, like wax poetic about it
1: this stuff winds me up so much because these people they're like they're such grifters and they think no one notices like they're absolutely incredible it's like every like kind of like eye-wateringly rich white woman who writes for the New York Times who's like uh eat the rich don't you mean uh eat the men actually Uh, and then just like picking them up all this like dumb gotcha shit like oh wage slavery I think that's pretty offensive to black people you know what's offensive to black people putting them all in fucking
3: jail which is a policy that you fucking support you venal Cunts, yeah, and using them to like clean your house, yeah, yeah. Which you and it it isn't so much that she had that. Like, I'm gonna be realistic, like, I understand you're not gonna reinvent the wheel as the first lady of Arkansas in the governor's mansion, but the fact that she would write about that, not in a way that like problematized it or interrogated it, but just in a kind of like, isn't that interesting?
2: um yeah and her and justification was like well it saves money and you know it, it, it that that efficiency you know yeah. well it's also Great. it's cool. this is
0: alice again another another thing that you've said that i think is that applies here which is that liberals are like dogs they only hear tone not content mm. and so yes. it's like oh look bernie 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 did a bad word well like just he's, forgetting he's aggressive
2: the, well, yeah well, and yeah.
0: what's
3: well, or- the context also like
0: yeah, well, what's the context of how it works in th- how it works in theory? What's the meaning of the word? It's like no, they just they learn these rules <laughs> of what you can and can't say. Someone and tried to go, go
3: after him for saying like quoting Martin Luther King and saying something about like the white man, the black man, the red man, the yellow, yellow man, and he yeah, was Luther quoting MLK. Canceled.
1: That's a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah, well, he <laughs> was quoting yes, Martin Luther King. That
3: would have been an okay critique if they said it was it was clumsy, but it wasn't. The critique yeah. was that it was like racist, even though it was quoting MLK.
1: The only uh, you know. the only uh the only appropriate Bernie responses is go I have a message for the liberals in this country who's a good boy <laughs> who is a very good boy is there a good boy here so. was there a good boy <laughs> who would like a
0: treat
3: you saw when he was um you saw Joanne Reed have on a body language expert
0: yeah yes oh my God. Yes. It, it, was a, it was of the Bernie tone Sanders. Sanders it yes. was
3: it was like she w- and Joanne Reed was like you can see him lying basically she was saying because he has this physicality and he waves his finger so you could see him saying that, which makes no sense. Yeah. Because first of all, as a Jew, I like to remind people that I call it gesticulating, which is when you gesticulate, but you're Jewish. And that is a very important part of our culture. <laughs> we use our hands a lot. And uh, making fun of that is, is not good. And also, you may have noticed, he does this to men and women. He's not, this is not a gendered mm-hmm. thing for him. Um, but it really is like it's I mean, Joy and also is the, said that Bernie Sanders is like your college roommate who sleeps on your couch for free and doesn't pay rent. And like, mm. you know, if you're going to dedicate body language analysis, which is like pretty bad and, and backwards and like uh, pseudoscience, you'd think that you'd also mm. like in, look at the language that people are using, including yourself and wonder why you're using language like this.
2: What's, what, mm. what is the body language analysis of Joe Biden just, like, fucking sucking his wife's finger?
3: Um.
0: What, <laughs> what, what I, I want to yeah. know what that what says about... That's yeah. love. That's yeah. a committed relationship. It's a, it's a
1: display of fealty. That, that, that thing we all do. Did you yeah.
3: hear the description from the body language analyst who said that, like, Bernie Sanders was turtling? Like, it's a verb, to turtle.
1: <laughs> Touching cloth, the Bernie Sanders story.
3: <laughs> and that he used the word well... And that he didn't just say no, he didn't say it. Like, he used a lot of words. Meanwhile, Joanne Reed used a lot of words to, de- to like, deny that she had written mm. these things on, on that were found on the Wayback Machine that were, that were like, homophobic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and was, it was, was actually, was actually Russian, 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 Russian hackers, yeah. Can you yeah. believe that this person still has a fucking show on MSNBC?
0: Well, I mean, Katie, yes. Yes, I can believe that this person still has a show on MSNBC. <laughs> uh, but I think if, like, in, in some, I think there is this... There, you see it everywhere where there is this treatment of the left as different foreign and other, this thing that is weird and to, and to be treated with suspicion.
3: Yeah. Weirdy yeah. as Joanne Reed said on the lot during this episode, by the way,
0: weirdy where it, it sounds where it's just so long as you can project your discomfort with it it sort of rings true to a lot of people because it's accepted that the left which is part of a which is not part of a national project it's part of a class-based project mm. is exterior to the
2: nation and shouldn't be trusted and so so that's why these it things it's, stick it, it's it's liberals have a misplaced anxiety it is false consciousness in the purest form like Everyone who is actually suffering is, for the most part, angry. And that anger scares them. And the like latent knowledge that things are going, in fact, very poorly, and their position is quite precarious, personally, is very scary. But they don't want to address that. They can't address that. So instead, politically, everything is fine. Everything is good. We have to like continue as normal. But we have to become absolutely anxious and neurotic about the smallest possible things. Uh, anything could be could be a microaggression, um, and that's you know, and you spend all of your time getting totally consumed by your like tiny anxieties about oh, or well, this word is 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 clunky and it's problematic, and well, when you said this, or when you w- when you had s- this body language, what what did that mean? Meanwhile, outside, people are screaming, and you're just
3: like, oh yeah, I love when mm-hmm. people get yeah. mad at Bernie for being. Why are you so angry? Like, do you, yeah. they don't even realize how they're outing themselves as such insulated, privileged, like, yeah. untitled, re- spoiled brats?
0: Do you remember the guy whose campaign slogan was, you don't have to yell?
3: Yeah, Tim Ryan. <laughs> Tim Ryan. But
0: I, want, I am going to move us on to some of the other contenders to the Democratic primary so our British audience can get to know them a little bit. American audience, you already know this shit. So, I w- first want to talk about the big man, uh, the candidate who represents the values of the podcast uh, out of the way. That's right. It's Tom Steyer, our man who needs mm, some PUA mm. classes because he just can't say hello to Bernie. <laughs> Damn. yeah
1: he's been wearing the big I, I, hat just, with the feather in it and everything.
2: I I, I like Tom Stayer's crusade for simp rights. That's uh, so good to me. Like uh, he he's spending hundreds of millions of dollars of his own money just to get Bernie to say hello to him, and just Bernie's not going for it at all. Well, did you see when
3: when Elizabeth Warren? Um, you know, shivved Bernie in the back and wouldn't uh, mm. shake his hand because um, she's a very un- very questionable character, um, which we can get to later. But uh, Steyer was like, I, I don't want to get involved. I, I just want to say hi, Bernie. It was really yeah, cute. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> and then did you see them dance? Like, they were dancing on stage when they were in South Carolina for MLK Day and, and like, he was kept trying to talk to Bernie and he was, like, beaming. He was smiling ear to ear. Yeah, he
2: posted that photo of himself with Bernie. Uh, Uh, I love that incredible but
0: the greatest thing about this is once again Donald Trump showing his incredible media instincts by tweeting Steyer is a major loser just doesn't get it this is the second second time (laughs) with
1: Bernie Major he's loser a simp. is my major laser he, cover band.
2: <laughs> he's a simp, folks. It's so, it's so funny, and you know what? It, you know what it is. Very sad.
0: I
1: could if, fuck Bernie anytime. If
0: somehow, <laughs> if somehow, Tom Steyer manages to like win the nomination through like an, a meteor <laughs> striking every other Democratic candidate, and just no one yeah, else is designated
2: survivor. Yeah, if, yeah. if
0: Steyer somehow the designated survivor and gets the nomination. He, he's now just gonna be nationally known as the simp who couldn't say hi to Bernie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is it does you cannot honestly tell me America doesn't deserve a simp president though. I no, think it's gotta be Lovel. It's gotta time. be It's gotta be Lowville. it's
0: Lowville mm. for president.
2: <laughs>
3: a successful
0: back surgeon becomes president He's not of the a surgeon. It's a profusionist. <laughs> uh and-
3: <laughs> I, I also like uh the way he, he kind of his head bobbles like he has a kind of marionette um puppet thing mm. vibe going on. Or like he looks like he'd be a ventrilo- like on a ventriloquist lap.
1: Going oh, around the yeah. bars, offering the girls some free back surgery.
3: I mean, that's kind of what Lovell <laughs> hey, does.
1: Hey, you want some titties on the back?
0: Um, but uh, this, but that's, uh, that's just our, our little quick hit for Steyer. All of his yeah. policies suck. The main thing about him is that he's just simping for Bernie. Mm. He's not that um,
3: bad policy-wise. I got to say, he's not great, but he's probably like he and Warren are just below Bernie. Not just yeah. below. Sorry. Sorry. Way below. Him. Considerably below. Yes. But they're, he's actually better than, like, anyone else mm. uh, uh, except for... Uh, he and Warren are probably head and head, head to head. Shoulder um, to shoulder, neck to neck, whatever. I can't get my uh, body mm. parts right. But
0: the, but the difference is uh, Tom Steyer also is going to be representation for Sundere guys.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> so, As opposed uh, to Amy Klobuchar's yandere. Yeah.
1: People <laughs> who eat at Simpy Burger.
2: So I want to... Um, what do we want to do next?
0: We want to do uh, Elizabeth Warren Klobuchar, or... Klobuchar. Mayor the, Pete. The,
2: uh, I I want to talk about Amy Klobuchar, and she is the only candidate with a plan to address America's well, chronic shortage of tops. He, here's uh, the thing: she's the yeah. only
0: she's the only non Biden, non Bernie candidate left, where yeah. like the you know Jonathan Chates of the world can support now because Buttigieg is Buttig- We'll get into this. Buttigieg has had his please clap moment, so he's gone. Mm. Uh, Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Warren, um after her equivocation on Medicare for all, she, her polling's it z- th- th- floor's dropped out of her polling.
2: Um Yeah, dog shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so now we're getting all of these takes that are like, actually, it's good to throw binders. I was going to say employees. she's also the
3: only. Mm. Yeah, she's also the only uh, candidate who, with the his, known history of throwing staplers at her uh, employees. She also had the highest yeah. turnover rate among her staff, and she did kill a duck, but that was through a golfing accident, so it's not the same as intentional. <laughs> it's, called, uh, it's called
1: testing their reactions, seeing I, if they're prepared I, 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 for the combat of the election.
3: I also, love her so much. She always talks about how her father was an alcoholic who found grace. She always manages to put that into the conversation. Mm.
2: Wait, he found grace? Yeah, that, that that's in her ex boyfriends. Um. Uh, oh yeah,
3: I forgot about that.
2: Yeah, she's constantly like, yeah, I I, I fundraise by like to, uh, like talking to a bunch of ex boyfriends and like hassling them. Right. And she them probably, she, they were probably afraid that
3: she'd throw an object at them if like they didn't. Yeah. That was probably, like I was saying, that
2: rules. That was like that a rules mo- so much.
3: That was probably a gangster move when she killed the the duck. That mm. yeah. was like, like hey, "You're next, yeah, motherfucker." Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Should have ducked, bitch. Well, yeah. she's uh, <laughs> she's gonna do the Mike Bloomberg open office that 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 Bloomberg mm. proposed for the West Wing. Yeah, However, but for like
2: maximum field of fire with a yeah. stapler. <laughs>
0: She's also just gonna have like a fucking nerf gun full of staples. <laughs> also <laughs> triangulation. Yeah. Also she um,
3: <laughs> what was the other? She apparently and this I like about her that she apparently has eaten her salad with the with a uh, comb a hair comb. Yes. And that yeah, I find yeah, yeah. badass. But, yeah. what, but what's so weird about Klobuchar is that how are you gonna be like violent? Um, how are um. you gonna be like comb uh, eating utensil mm. using and also have the most boring moderate. Politics. Yeah, and that's affect.
2: true. Like, why you are know you what, You know what she needs? She needs to be more like Tulsi and just have mm. some policies that are absolutely insane and just be filing lawsuits that are like, I'm not suicidal. So if I die, it was Hillary. Just. What?
1: I want to see just like it, it, like a post-election sitcom where it's just Trump and Klobuchar together living in one house and they're just both being absolutely deranged. Like, she's throwing shit at the delivery people. Trump is talking about hand jobs he received in 1989. <laughs> like, incredible stuff. Yeah,
3: that, oh, would, yeah, that, absolutely. Would, be, that would be pretty um, great. And we also want to uh, have, um, well, I guess, are you going to bring up Warren? If you want to bring her um, up next, I have the perfect yeah, transition. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think let's, uh, oh, let's talk Warren. I've got, I've got a little bit of news item for her, but uh, Katie, I'll let you lead, uh, lead our move into the topic.
3: Okay, thanks. So um, one of the things that Matt Taibbi, my co-host on uh, Useful Idiots, and I have been promising for a while, and we really have to deliver on this, is that we would um, prepare um, this meal, this recipe that Elizabeth Warren had plagiarized and submitted to a book called Pow Wow Chow. Um, I don't know if you guys know about this. Excuse oh, yeah. me?
2: Well, well, it was a soup, right? It was like a bean soup.
3: No, I think it actually has has like crab legs and like mayo and ketchup. I really should know this more.
1: Oh. Very Native American, mayo, ketchup, and crab yeah, it's legs. A, it's, a
3: French, it's actually a French recipe that she basically plagiarized that she said was a Cherokee recipe. And what's amazing is her husband also signed it as Cherokee, but he's like never even claimed to be Cherokee. Um but, but then we were going to also try to eat that with a comb because we were going to do like a Klobuchar or Warren type of combo.
0: Yeah. It's the New York Times endorsement dinner. Well, that, yeah. now that,
3: exactly. Now that the New York Times has endorsed them, we really have to do that. And it could be called like the Times, Times Up. Oh, I didn't even realize yeah. that political whatever, yeah. but like NYT could be the meal on the, the way of eating it
0: i call it the night Mm -hmm. bus but spell night N-Y-T and put a little umlaut over the E Here's uh, what I I actually find Incredible
1: about that New York Times endorsement Is that like yeah like regardless of Like you know that you're just like you want the the Democratic Party to be as venal and Right wing as possible like sure go For Biden like but like to go for Klobuchar is just like we don't even Care about pretending To pick someone we think can win an election Like we're just going like yeah we're going for the Fucking throw a stapler at your head and eat a salad With a comb woman like we do not give a
2: Oh, fuck! pure ideology and I, I would like to point out that the uh, third most the third highest number of votes from the NYT editorial board for their endorsement after Klobuchar and Warren was Cory Booker who has dropped out <laughs> oh amazing
0: <laughs> we're just encouraging him to get back in the like tortoise and the hare thing
1: Cory Booker could yes. maybe out simp Tom Steyer uh, who can <laughs> say? She has True. got a powerful simp energy.
2: Uh, uh
0: This is a little bit of news update on Warren. Uh, Warren's climate plan, uh, she's signaled sort of how she's going to uh, tackle it should she get uh, into with, office.
2: With smoke, obviously. Um, is,
0: is it by having more women in charge? Uh, no, it's the uh, quote. Uh, the climate crisis demands that banks accurately estimate and mitigate risk to social and economic stability while also presenting mutually beneficial investment opportunities, particularly in climate-resilient urban infrastructure. So rather than big bank breakup, she's looking for big bank buy-in,
2: which again, I don't see, going wrong.
0: I don't see it's going wrong
1: at all. I love buy- the United States government buying a wind farm on Divi. <laughs>
2: I mean, of course, there was so there was so much investment from J.P. Morgan in New Orleans after Katrina. Yeah, uh, well, no, it's just that they weren't being encouraged to do it. Of course.
0: Yeah, because unless you encourage, uh, like, the big banks to, you know, act in a way that doesn't you know, I, I, I society out from I the take inside.
2: I Fuck stairs. There's a Chad. Elizabeth Warren is the biggest simp in the race. She is a <laughs> capital simp. Um, she's like, yeah, if, if, if we could just get the banks to, like, uh, you know, if we ask nicely, maybe ask they'll notice nicely. us.
1: The only book she's ever read is A Christmas Carol, right? Like, eventually, <laughs> eventually if you keep asking nicely, they'll see the, er- the error of their ways and they'll buy everyone a big Christmas goose, right? Um, As though yeah. Warren thinks by using her magic powers of being a woman, because no one's ever been a woman before, before Elizabeth Warren. Not even Hillary Clinton, actually. Not she's going to walk um, into J.P. Morgan. Not
3: even close.
1: No, exactly. No. She's going to walk into JP Morgan and she's going to be like, as a woman, I'm here to tell you that uh, there are homeless people in this country and M- Mr. JP Morgan is going to be like, holy shit, no one told me that. Here, sell my
0: yacht to pay for the homeless. Like th- that's what she thinks is going to happen. Yeah. Well, here's the the, the what I think is that um she's She's basically just never heard of the fact that the free market solution to the problems caused by Katrina was to privatize all the schools in New Orleans. Like that's yeah. what mm. that's mm. how and incidentally that's did.
2: just let let everyone die in the meantime.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's so I don't understand her thinking about how that's go, how getting the big banks involved in mm. the climate crisis is going to do anything but profiteer for the executives and shareholders so, of those big banks.
2: It, it's weird. Nobody learned anything about uh, anything from Katrina. Huh? Like, no, just just kind of disappeared Listen
3: mindfully to of t- women like Katrina
2: Exactly mind, Katrina mind, and the waves
0: Mindfully of time, uh, I'd like to pull us now To uh, Mayor Pete The, mm. the sort of the, the, the sinking ship with a big smile on its face uh, And can we please get the, <laughs> Can we please Can we please Can we please cue up the first video His uh, remembrance of things Past Part of how you can win and deserve to win is to know what's worth more to you than winning. And I think that's what we need in the presidency right now. Together, we will win a better era for our country. (laughs) No! No! No. (laughs) So... Mayor Pete, oh, holy his shit! His key takeaway debate message is: part of winning is what's worth more to you than winning and being you. Mm. It's, this the this, war this, in Iran brought <laughs> to you by Raytheon. <laughs> I mean, this this is a guy who's like he is spiritually dead. Like we can all agree on that, mm-hmm. but oh, has yeah. just been so poisoned by the fucking West Wing mm. that all of that all of that sort of, of that rot that. Everything, all the CIA shit, all the bread price fixing, all of the things he's done to make the world basically just a worse place in small or big ways for people mm. who can't really fight back against it. It's just papered over with this, you know, the the real point of an election is to be true to ourselves and make friends. Horse shit. Well, he's CIA yeah, goofy. Like, did, did you see his, his
2: big tweet that was like, it's not just about the president. It's about the presidency. And uh, that, that was, was his <gasps> big line about impeachment. God, and it's just—it's a. I just believe we have to have a that. fucking
0: war really with on.
3: Problem is, it's it's embarrassing. I like I like yeah. uh, Mayor Pete when he wrote articles about how great Bernie Sanders was. You know, he he, he, yeah. won, he wrote one of those and won an award. Yeah, get back yeah.
2: to that. So also, also a simp. So we're finding just like the, the, hmm. it's simp all the way down incredible
1: yeah, I, I absolutely incredible and the constant like going on about how he carried a rifle in Afghanistan and then what I loved mm. is that Nate found this picture that he keeps posting of him holding an M4 in Afghanistan he's like not actually wearing battle rattles so it's not really clear why and then Nate like pointed out that if you zoom in he's actually holding the rifle backwards because oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like he's trying to like ape like a holding it in a like kind of low ready stance so he could bring it up to fire but Nate was pointing out that if he actually tried to raise it to fire he would have to have his arm over the top of the gun but somehow holding it from underneath and so it would be like looking through his armpit as he was trying to shoot. Yeah.
0: It's like I didn't carry a rifle in Afghanistan because I wasn't allowed to touch the real ones. Yeah, I was holding this. <laughs> we were de- I was there for the annual paintball tournament. But uh, let's, uh, let's go to the second, the second video now because this is where we can be relieved that there's no chance that this moron is getting anywhere close to the nomination. By having better hands guided by better values on those pulleys and levers of American government. So can I look to you to spread that sense of hope to those that you know. Yes. Come
2: on! <laughs> oh, Ooh, boy. boy. Ah, y- if you freeze frame, you can see the exact mm. moment his soul breaks in half. No, it's, <laughs> somebody said that this was literally the same room as Jeb's please clap. I don't know if that's true.
3: Like <sighs> he was paying tribute to it.
1: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Cla- yeah. clapping, Clapping while my man gives a speech.
0: Oh, you thought I was clapping my man? <laughs> Uh, it's he's he's done his please clap because, you know what? No one likes that. No one likes it when you oh, talk wow. about we're better than this and our shared values because everyone knows that we're not because you can see it right there. That's just it's yeah. just mm. it's again. He wants to come in with personal virtue and just say to everyone, Come be personally virtuous with me, mm. Pete. And the policies are fine. Uh, Mm. They're not fine, but he's saying they're they're fine. Don't worry about them. Don't think about them too much. President dumbass. Yeah, Yeah. not like president. Not like you know Bernie. President naughty. Not like Bernie, who's like a materialist, and Trump, who's crass. Uh, It's like Pete actually. Tone will be nice. Yeah, Yeah. Pete actually. Pete would. I I think if you, I I think there's I I think two things about Pete, and they're contradictory. One is that he wants to become president because he wants to do he, he wants to do evil shit. He's basically
2: like um. He he he's, he's the like Smiler a, from Transmetropolitan. Yeah. He's, he's he wants or, to become president or, because he wants to fuck with us. Or, or it makes
3: sense that he's of contradictions because his father was a Marxist scholar. Um, God, so how do Marxist know.
2: scholars keep having shitty
0: kids? He but, I know he um, he, yeah. um,
3: he was a Gramsci scholar.
0: But also, I equally I think that if you take Pete at his word. You, he, you might, you could probably, without too much difficulty, rhetorically trick him into saying he'd rather share the nomination with Hill, uh, with um, uh, uh, Warren and Klobuchar, and so on. Oh yeah,
1: it's, it's like a King Solomon vibe. Like, yeah. well, whose nomination really is it? I'll cut this nomination in
2: half. So help me. Uh, so mm. I, it's just you know what it is. I I feel like in a Buttigieg administration, uh, the tone would be very very nice. Like you would get a lot of nice photo ops. You would have like the uh, Barack and Joe friendship bracelet on the Twitter account kind of vibe again, and that would make a lot of people very happy. Even yeah. as like a lot of people in the in the Beltway area working at think tanks would be absolutely overjoyed to see that back. And then for some reason their dogs would just keep going mm-hmm. missing in the middle of the night. <laughs> people would see like a, would, a black suburban just peel out from down it the. It would just be charmless
1: Trudeau, like fucking. Uh, it, Trudeau is charmless. Trudeau. May, no, but like Trudeau at even least has more like, like, what, I, what I will say about Mayor P is that Mayor Pete isn't even interesting enough to have done blackface. Like, that's, like, the level... Like I, he's I not-
2: think he's... No, There's the, the depravity... The depravity is much... Is much deeper than that. It, he is... It, it is fucking Indiana Ruberalis. There is a real... Mm. A real darkness, and we cannot write that off.
1: Yeah, he was doing kind of, like, weird, almost Bill Clinton voice in that clip as well. It was like... Like he was trying to sound presidential.
0: So... Uh conscious of time, I have one more thing left, uh, which is that Hillary gave a, a do- an interview in a Hulu documentary where she said a lot of things that, you know, we know was it about thought, Fire festival, uh, which is that Bernie was in Congress for years, had one center to support him, that he was a career politician whose claim to represent American workers is just baloney. Um, which Mm. I mean, we we know all of the mendacious shit that Hillary says and does. We know that she mostly sees herself as a stick to beat the left with and that she should just be anointed onto the presidency. We know all of that. Um, But what I loved is that her claim was that nobody likes Bernie in Capitol Hill as though that would somehow be a problem for most Americans who hate Capitol Hill. Um, And Bernie's response was typically very good, uh, where he said, on a good day, I think my wife likes me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> which, is a, which is a very good uh, Like uh, uh, an own Like on the quiet because the Clinton Yeah are I think like you more than
3: yeah Your mm. rapist of a husband likes you Yeah
0: mm. uh, and again Just like just denies d- Doesn't say actually I have many friends No it's just like no that's a dumb thing to say I'm going to respond to you with a joke
3: And another great part was when they're like why do you think she's Keeps talking about this and he's like good question Ask her you should
4: ask them. <laughs> so, I fucking like, love this guy. Warren is
3: such a. Yeah. She's. I actually almost prefer Hillary to Warren. I mean, her politics are much worse, obviously, but she has a kind of integrity in what a what a kind of um, an asshole she is with Sanders, whereas Warren plays mm. a like principled, civil, civic-minded. my gosh,
2: it sure would be nice if you liked arm, me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: and um, I gotta say that like. When Warren was asked if she what she thought of uh, Hillary Clinton's comments about nobody liking Sanders, she said, "I'm not going to go there." Like honestly, that is just it, it keeps getting worse. Like I, my district, my lack of respect for her, the the void where respect used to be for her keeps getting bigger and bigger and deeper and deeper. And uh, first it was like you know saying what she said about Sanders, and then it was like saying what she said during the debate, and then not cha- not. Um, shaking his hand and Sanders, it was so funny. He's like, he was asked about what was said during that exchange before the audio had been released, uh, been released about, you know, during the debate when she's like, I think you just call me a liar on national TV. And he's like, what? Let's talk about it later. She's like, anytime. So annoying. She thinks she's like so cool and badass, And then he's like, you call me a liar. All right, we'll talk about it later. But then when he was asked what happened, what they were talking about, and he's like the weather, Which is like the most Bernie line ever. It's so great. I didn't see nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Bubgis. So
0: so here's the last little piece, and then I'm going to let us all go, which is that I actually went a little deeper into the Hillary interview. Because the bits that I was quoting earlier, that's the stuff that's been released all over the place. This is Mm -hmm. my favorite bit of the Hillary interview on Hulu. Um, And this is her advice to anyone but Bernie and Tulsi. um, Mm -hmm. Where she says she, she wants to give advice to people who aren't Bernie and Tulsi. You've got to deal with the theft of your personal information, particularly your emails. I say to them, if your emails haven't been stolen yet, they will be. Look what the Russians just did: hacking into that Ukrainian oil company to try to dig up something or make something up about Joe Biden's son Hunter. Oh
3: my God! Yeah, they really had to dig there. Uh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. They, how how dare how dare th- Hunter how Biden dare-
2: is a Russian psyop? Yeah. Like, how dare Joe- how
0: dare the how dare the Russians in- interfere with American democracy by like? buying influence through Joe Biden's idiot son. Didn't, How dare they? Didn't Hunter Biden get fired from the U.S.
1: Navy?
3: For Although you have to work use. pretty
1: hard to do that.
3: You know, he's also on the board of Amtrak for no other reason than, like, he rode Amtrak.
1: I mean, it adds up, That's to be cool. fair. Amtrak, like, Amtrak is exactly the kind of company that should he's be run way by Hunter more Biden. qualified
3: for that than for Burisma, so I really shouldn't even give him any mm. shade for that.
0: Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's, that's, that's just, we almost go back to the um, people just making up stuff about socialists because it's scary. They also just make up stuff about their friends because it's nice. Well, yeah. Hunter, Bi- Hunter Biden's the son of Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was the vice president of a good guy. So that means he's a good guy. So that means Hunter Biden's a good guy. Mm.
2: It's like a yeah, strange. There's no logic kind there. Of... It's just tone. It's, yeah, it's just it's pure pure. tone. Pure tone.
1: Honestly, it may be like Bernie Sanders could get the endorsements of all these people if he just promised to give jobs to all their fail sons. Just be like, listen, if uh-huh. I'm president, I don't want you to be concerned. Hunter Biden will receive a job coloring in things in crayons and I will put those drawings on the fridge and he can have a Twinkie every hour on the hour and I will make sure he gets three
2: meals a day. That is my promise to the American people.
3: Or he could just <laughs> we'll- do what uh, ba- uh, Obama did and name him like uh, Secretary of State. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Fuck it.
1: Honestly, at this point, Joe Rogan, Secretary of State. Come on, let's do this. Why not? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Why the
2: fuck oh, not? No, it came true after all. <laughs> Secret- just, just Surgeon General, Secretary of State at the same time. Somehow, uh, Global Charles President. FDA, every protein powder and supplement is now legal.
3: Also, can we just mm. can we take a moment to remember that Hillary Clinton bragged about being praised by Henry Kissinger? Oh yeah. A like, well, my, fa- my favorite,
2: my, my my favorite post uh, campaign interview was the one a few months ago where she said losing the election was like having a kid that turned out to be trans. It's just like
3: uh, what? She did. did? She yeah. said that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I knew she
3: said, she said
1: something yeah. insensitive, but I didn't realize that she was comparing it to like, wow. Yeah. Cool. She's, Honestly, losing the election cool was like lady. having my dick cut off. Yeah,
4: wow, yeah. Uh, that's, that's where my mind went to when right. I
3: heard it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Oof. Well, you know what? The Democratic Party—it's—it's it's a cool snake pit, but it appears to be the best one we have as the vehicle for socialism in America. Mm. Hell yeah. God damn it! God yes. fucking damn it! However, <laughs> I note we have run ludicrously long, so um, I would believe now that I'd like to say to Katie, thank you very much for calling in today.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Uh, and check out Useful Idiots. Check out The Katie Helper Show. Um, do all of those good things.
3: I'm on Patreon. Can I do a Patreon plug?
0: Go do it. Patreon yeah, it please.
3: up. Patreon.com slash The Katie Helper Show. Also, um, I just was on the Mike- Michael Moore's podcast, which was really fun, called Rumble. Um, oh, yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Check that shit out. Um, and I'll be a guest the on The
3: Reply Guys podcast, live taping for New York listeners.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, New York listeners, check it out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, also second reminder: come to the TF comedy debate on February sixth. Uh, yeah, it should do be do fun. Uh, we're going to. Um, it's going to be great. We're going We have a few a few speakers scheduled already. A few still to come. And yeah, if you want to make your voice heard, uh, we will be having floor speeches. Uh, so do uh, do prepare one, but keep it short. Yeah, keep it
2: real short.
0: Real short, baby. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Like you get Hillary 30 seconds,
2: stake. no politics, and then we cut the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the <laughs> Oscars. <laughs> <sighs> you get a little
0: longer than that. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say our theme song is Here We Go by Ginseng. You can find it on Spotify. Listen to it early. Listen to it often. Anyway, good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.